Hey friends, I'm Janelle Mosley and you're listening to the Let's Hang Out podcast, a space where we get to have fun and engage in real talk with other women about our passions and things that inspire us in life. So come on, let's hang out. Okay, you guys, I am so excited about this episode because we are going to be talking about all things home decor and design with my friend, Hannah Castillo. So Hannah, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited to be here, Janelle. Thank you so much for having me. I will always love hanging out with you. Oh my gosh, same. It's so much fun. (laughs) And we also have two drinks here. Whenever we have a drink, when I'm recording the podcast, I feel like I have to tell you because... I don't know. It just, I feel like when I'm listening to podcasts and people share what they're drinking, I get excited about it. So Mm -hmm. we are drinking two different drinks. We have this summer smoothie and Hannah, why don't you tell them what is in this smoothie? There is watermelon, lime, and strawberry, and it is literally the taste of summer in your mouth. It is so good. Yes. My uh, sister-in-law, Morgan Mosley, she sent me a video on TikTok with with this recipe in it and I was like oh my gosh that looks great but you know how like sometimes you see a recipe on TikTok or Pinterest or whatever and you're like wow that looks so good and then you try it and it's not not quite like what you thought it was gonna be (laughs) this is exactly what I thought it was gonna be like this is so good so refreshing so good and then we have iced coffee so I just have the stock cold brew coffee that you get I just get it at Aldi and uh, with oat milk. And then I also got this um, syrup the other day that I the coffee shop I go to uses. It's this Monin Frosted Mint Syrup. So I have one pump of that in here and it is so good. It's like refreshing. It's perfect. Yeah, it is so good. So anyways, that's what we're drinking today, but we're going to go ahead and dive in. So I really want you guys to get to know Hannah a little bit more. So for the people who don't know you yet, Hannah, why don't you share who you are, what you do, and what is something that you are currently obsessed with? Okay, so my name is Hannah Castillo. I am a wife, I am a new mom to a little baby named Denver, and I am also an interior designer. Um, Something I'm currently obsessed with is painting everything black. Wow. Which is kind of something new for me because I normally like color or like light neutral colors, but for some reason, black has this mood that I'm here for and I just want to paint it all black. Oh my gosh. Same. (laughs) I know what you mean because I feel like, you know, right now, if you're listening to this in the future, you might be looking back and thinking like, why did you do it? This this is so not good. Yes. So right now I'm so into the black window panes. Yes. Oh. They're such, they're perfect. They I are. just, they're dreamy. <laughs> they really are. And I feel like they just add this extra element of like, I don't know, coolness. Like just, it puts thought into something that's just basic. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Like windows yeah. are always there, but like, why not make them look cool? It's something simple that really pulls a space together. Yes, totally. And I love black accents too. I am mm-hmm. all about that. Like we're sitting on our black chairs right now. And they're amazing. You would love them if you were here. (laughs) They're so cute. We love them. And yeah, I'm totally into that. So what other, because you just did um, a project with a friend of yours and you painted a a wall black, right? Yes, we did. Yeah. And her husband was like, you know, I don't think I ever would have thought to paint my walls black, but this looks awesome. And it looked so cool. We put board and batten and white on the bottom and then black on the top and it was so bold, but it was 
like the perfect amount where it wasn't too dark. It was just right. So, okay, what is board and batten? Board and batten is a wall treatment um, where you have one horizontal board on the bottom, like your baseboard, and then um, a lot of people do it depending on studs, but they put vertical boards um, about 16 inches apart um, to whatever height you want, and then you put one horizontal board on top. And sometimes people add hooks to the top board, or it's just like a pretty wall treatment that is pretty simple, but it also adds character. So. Okay, I totally know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that That's is what so called. cute. Yeah. How do you say it again? Board and Baden. Board and Baden. Wow, love that so much. Um, so if you hadn't noticed already, we're already diving into like what we're talking <laughs> about today. We are going to be talking about home decor and design because this is something that Hannah is really passionate about. If you already follow her on Instagram, you know this firsthand. Um, and so Hannah, I want to hear from you. I've actually never asked you this question before, but tell us a little bit about your story when it comes to like home decor, DIY projects, design. Like, why do you love it so much? Like, what makes you so passionate about that? So, when I think about design and I think about growing up, I don't know if you ever did this, but I used to have this notepad and I used to actually draw dresses and, like, outfits that I'd want to wear or, like, things that I thought would look cool in the future or I would, like, make a room and then I would be like, hey, the bed's going to go here and the dresser's going to go here. And I just naturally started doing that when I was a kid. So I always kind of had an eye for it, but um, growing up uh, in the church, I ended up going into missions, and that's where I met my husband, and I traveled all over the world, and I would see all of these unique spaces that were so different from where I grew up, and I, I just loved it. I was mm. like, wow, because I think I love it because I love community, yeah. and I love people coming together and having the spaces where people feel comfortable to do that. Mm -hmm. So I would see relationships come back together and be like fixed in a sense yeah. over a cup of coffee yeah. that was at this place where they felt comfortable, yeah. but they had to have a space that was set up for them. And so I think that's why I'm so passionate about it because we have the power to impact people by how we design our spaces, whether it's yourself or for hmm. who you're going to have over, you can say, okay, well, if I have these colors, it might make them feel calm or it might make them feel comfortable or at home. Or if I wear my shoes or I don't, how are they going to feel? Mm -hmm. um, there's little things like that that really do have an impact that we don't always think about. And so... I think I just always wanted people to feel like they have a seat at my table hmm. and I have the power to control that with how I set up my space. Wow. That's so cool. And it's, this wasn't even planned, but a big part of this podcast, it's very themed in the sense of community. Mm -hmm. Like that's a big part yeah. of what this podcast is about. And so I love that you connected your passion for design with community because they mm -hmm. kind of go hand in hand and I've never really thought about it that that way before you know like yeah. a lot of that comes through community and that's what a lot of spaces do when you create them in a certain way just like you said mm -hmm. that's so cool I love that yeah so because you are so passionate about design and homemaking and DIY projects you have started your own business yes which I'm so inspired by. I love watching your journey. I love watching your business grow. And why don't you tell everybody a little bit about like what your business is, how you started it, and just kind of the heart behind 
what your business is, and I can't wait for you to say the name because I love the name. <laughs> so my business is called Handmade for the Home, and it's handmade because my name's Hannah. So, so pun totally intended. So cute. Um, so what I have are consultation services. So if you're like, I just don't know how to make my room flow with my other room, um, I can help you come up with a color palette. I can create you a mood board. I can look at what you currently have and the budget for what you do want and try to help form a vision. If you have no idea what you want, maybe you don't know what your home style is, we can help you define all those kinds of things. Um, so I offer consultation services and then I also have a little shop on the site as well with some home decor um, as well if that is something people are interested in and then you can follow me on instagram at handmade home hannah being with two n's if you want to follow along and see all the projects it's and pretty fun. you just came up with that name recently right yes and when i saw that you changed your instagram to the handmade home i was like stop oh my gosh i, <laughs> I, know. I know i already said it but i just like cannot get over that name i'm just like but that is so cute yeah. it's like hannah handmade yeah. i love that so much and i think that what you the services you offer is so cool mm -hmm. because a lot of people like love design they love the idea they want to be in a cute space but like they don't necessarily know how to make that happen because it doesn't right. always come naturally to them mm -hmm. And so they need someone to kind of help guide them along the process and help them along the way. Yes. Yes, which I totally understand because I feel like it depends on what space you're in, but sometimes you feel stuck because because of your space. Okay, I can go on about this forever. We don't need to get into that. We're going <laughs> to jump into more about this in the questions. Um, I want you guys to see a little bit of just the, the knowledge and the wisdom that Hannah can offer you in this area. So we're gonna ask her some questions that I think a lot of people would ask if they had like a really quick free consultation with yeah. someone who could help in design consulting. So we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. So my first question is a question that I think a lot of us struggle with and that is how do you find or identify you're kind of like your style mm -hmm. because I feel like there's so many times where like I see this style I'm like wow I love that but then like I naturally gravitate towards this way so like I don't really like is that my style is this my style right. like I don't know and I like a little bit of boho I like a little bit of coastal I like you know I don't even know what all the names are for the other ones but you know what I mean yeah. like you just like a little bit of everything so how how can someone um help identify like what their style is so first I would look at what are you drawn to? Um, are any of the colors uh, able to be put together in a color palette? And you can kind of form around that. But I think it's hard because we want to be like, this is the one style I, I am. And it's also okay to like change styles or to like make a blend of them. So mm -hmm. I would say, you know, what ones are you typically drawn to? And if there's one that you naturally just pick because you think oh well my husband will also like it if I do it this way but he might not this way <laughs> then sometimes there's some pull and you know some negotiations but I mean I think you can go on Pinterest even or you know you walk into Ikea and you're like okay I want to see this room 
and it says this is a Scandinavian modern minimalistic room and you're like wow I love the neutrals I love how like less is totally more in this space but then you walk around the corner and you're like oh my gosh I love this industrial <laughs> vibe like why can't I have it all well you can you know there's simple ways um I mean if you want more than one style I say just make them all match in a color palette and you can mm. have it flow throughout your house but if you want just one vibe then totally you can do that um but I would say in the big pieces of furniture or like the big artwork the things that you want to stand out if you want it to be mainly one theme or style to try to have those things really match and then you can have other like neutral elements like your throw mm. pillows and your blankets um the decor on your mantles um you know there's other little things you can add in character if you want more of a vintage vibe or you know, if you wanted vintage, I'd say pick a nice big piece of furniture that's going to stand out that has that or a rug. Mm -hmm. But if you want something else where you want more just like this neutral minimalistic look, I'd say pick something that's a little more modern and, you know, like light tans, beige, grays, mm -hmm. whites, maybe even some black, you know, just it's really starts with that color palette. Yeah, that's really good. I love that you said that. You can have like your main pieces be like a certain style and then like kind of incorporate different things like throughout like when you add smaller things and okay have you ever had this happen <laughs> because so you've lived in a lot of different places so yes. i know that um you've had a lot of different experiences with decorating different rooms and stuff i feel like so whenever i have you know accumulated decorations over the years I feel like each room is like a different style. Yes. <laughs> I feel like my living room or like in the past my kitchen and my living room has been like farmhousey mm -hmm. and then my bedroom has been like I just walked into an Urban Outfitters catalog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> and so I feel like it's just do you ever have run into that? Yes. And, and I think, think about that? it's giving yourself permission like I want this space to be something I love. Yeah. And they can be different things and if it's that you love how your house is, then that's the whole point, Yeah, you know? And so I totally get that though. There's times I've lived with like roommates too. And so you're like, okay, we have like two totally different vibes going on in this room, but like I'm the one who tries to like neutralize it and I'll be like, okay, I'll change my bedding so it matches yours. So it's like appealing when we walk in here because for my mental health it like looks way better but it like really doesn't matter at the end of the day you know you're so much nicer um, than me but wow. <laughs> but yes I think it's it's kind of a quirky fun thing to have rooms that are like totally different vibes but they still work and are great yeah wow that's that's really encouraging because I definitely experienced that and I'm sure a lot of other people feel that way too so what would you say is like your style hmm Okay, I am like a mixer of styles because I love a little bit of everything, like a lot of people do. Um, I used to really love farmhouse, um, the kind of the modern farmhouse look. And sometimes I tell myself I'm totally gonna have a homestead and chickens, but <laughs> sometimes I'm like, I don't know. So I love that with some industrial and I also love a little bit of like the boho thrown in there. So I'm kind of an eclectic mix, but not like bright, bold colors. The one color that I do love to incorporate is green. And mm -hmm. so you can always incorporate it with plants. 
you know, yeah. it's just like a natural element. And so when I throw in, you know, a couple throw pillows or a throw blanket with some green, it's like one main color in my color palette. But otherwise, yeah. I typically go kind of neutrals with the farmhouse boho industrial look. So if that is a category or it's not, <laughs> it is now, I guess. <laughs> We're making it a category. Yes. So that's so interesting because I'm totally into like the modern farmhouse now. I think as I've gotten older, like especially I don't know necessarily if indoors I'm into that completely. No, I probably am. But I just love like the exterior of houses mm, that are yes. modern farmhouse. So like, dreamy. Yes. You posted one the other day and I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's like my dream yeah. home. I would totally live in like a farmhouse. Yeah. Definitely. 100%. I feel like people for a while were all like, yes, live in New York City, like, mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. But I feel like as we're getting older, people are like, I want to own some land. Yeah. I want to have some chickens. Yep. Like, you know, maybe a cow. Well, maybe not a cow. but Some do. I mean, my <laughs> husband would totally get a cow if I let him. You know, wow. He wants, I think a lot of people love to be self-sustaining. That's, like, a big thing. So if you can have that with your house you can steward your land and have chickens and maybe a greenhouse and Mm -hmm. use your kitchen to have people over for sunday brunch with farm fresh eggs yes works okay so another question i wanted to ask you is how to work with a small space when you are designing because i think a lot of people who are listening to this podcast are probably either in an apartment or in their you know, their first home, which is usually on the smaller side. And so how would you advise people to, you know, maximize the amount of style they can put into their space, even though they don't have a ton of space to work with? So I would say buying or using practical items to store your things. So if it's your bedroom small, does your bed have built-in dressers on the bottom part? Hmm. You know, you can pull out a drawer Um, in a living room, do you have an ottoman that you can open up and store your blankets in? Or maybe it's, you're going to hide all the books or all the toys that all the kids have put all over the floor. Mm -hmm. Um, so having those practical things or even, um, you know, if you have a piece of furniture that has doors on it that you can store more than just shelves, Mm -hmm. um, things like that you can really use a lot of space. Also, if you have the ability to put your furniture so that there's opening in between it, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. so that it feels like there's space, that is a huge thing. Also, when you you open up the blinds, you have light colored paint on the walls, it makes the room feel bigger, Mm -hmm. Um, especially when the light comes in. It is crazy how big a space can actually feel when you open up the blinds or the shades or whatever. Um, So I would say, you know, using a lot of things like that and then find the flow of how the layout is. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the layout, you're going to be like, wow, it feels way too cluttered in here. So switch it around. And your husband probably is not going to want you to switch it around at like two in the morning. Like that's (laughs) always when I ask my husband, like, we got to rearrange this room. And he's like, not again. So maybe don't do it around then. That's just a little tip. That's a freebie. But just find a different flow. You have permission to change your space. It does not have to stay that way. Like if you put it that way right away, you have permission to change it. So don't feel like you have to do it. Also, here's another tip. Move everything out of the space. Mm-hmm. and revision it walk through it and be like I really feel like the couch could go here I feel like the bed could go here or the kitchen table could go here like give yourself the opportunity like when you first walked into the apartment 
or the house when you bought it or whatever. And when you had a vision it the first time, give yourself that time to really be like, how can I do this so I can actually get the most space? Yeah. Okay, can I put you on the spot for a second? Yeah. Okay. So I'm envisioning someone who lives in an apartment. Yes. It, okay, I'm basically asking this question because this was my situation. Yeah. So let's say you live in an apartment mm-hmm. and the walls, you hate the wall color, mm-hmm. but they won't let you paint. Ooh. So I'm wondering, would you like throw up a white sheet like just over the wall? I feel like that's what I would do. Like, yeah. Just thumbtack. Put a white sheet on there. Yeah, I mean, people do. You can do a sheet. You can do a tapestry, the tapestry Ooh, kind of yeah. thing, depending if that's your style. There's lots of things like that you can put up. Sometimes there's even like this removable wallpaper you can oh. get, or there's like the tiles if it's like in the kitchen, you can like remove it. Or if you don't like your countertops, they have like this contact paper you can put on them to change them, mm-hmm. and you can take it off, and it should not harm the material that is there. So there's lots of things like that that you can do in like a rented space that you don't have permission normally to change permanently. Yeah. But there are things that out there that you can buy. Okay. I love that. I wish I had you when I was living in an apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Because I could have used that so much. Um, Okay. I love that. So many great tips. So I hope you guys are like enjoying this as much as I am because I feel like I'm already learning so, so (laughs) much. Okay, so the next question I have for you is so important because so many of us are in this boat right now. How would you say, or like what tips would you have for decorating your space on a budget? So the first thing I would say is what decor do you already have in your home? Can you shop your home decor that you already have? Mm. And what pieces do you have that you could use in every season? Because that is going to add more decor throughout your house that you don't have to keep buying. So using what you already have or repurposing what you already have, whether it's just go out and buy some spray paint and repaint a vase, that can go so far. Mm -hmm. Also, I would say um, when you go to the store and you're going to buy more decor, do you have some things that are neutral that you could buy that you could use in all those seasons as well so that it's not only you know, in the fall or only in the spring. Because we all know, like, sometimes we have it, like, neutral, and then it's, like, Christmas, and it's, like, bam, we have everything. (laughs) Um, So I would say try to find as many things that are, like, neutral that could work in many different spaces in your house. So whether it's one time of the season it's on your fireplace, and one time it's on the kitchen table, and one time it's in your bedroom. Like, Mm. find things that could be useful anywhere. Like, you can use wooden beads, Put them in a little bowl, and they could go literally anywhere. Um, So I would say find items that you can use in multiple areas. Um, Some great stores you could go to, Hobby Lobby. They always have, like, 50% off randomly. And that 40% coupon is literally a lifesaver. Okay. This is future editing, Janelle. And I just recently learned that Hobby Lobby no longer has the 40% coupon, which is so sad. So... Just wanted to let you know. <laughs> yes. Um, have you walked into that like one to five dollar spot in Target? They always have like some cute little things that can actually add a lot of character. Um, so, or go to a thrift store. Sometimes thrift yes. stores have things, and you're just like, why would someone get rid of this? This is perfect. Yes. So I would say like look for those little things that you can use throughout the whole year. Yeah. And you don't have to have it all at once. I know we always think, I want my house put together. I want it exactly how I want it now. 
but that's not always realistic. So yeah. if there is something that does cost more money, save up for it. Mm-hmm. And then get that over time, maybe get a couple other little things that don't cost as much. But if you know you're gonna get rid of them, then like why waste your money on it? Mm-hmm. So I would say save up for that one splurge that you really want and then find other little things and just browse around and see if you can find it cheaper somewhere, but it's still a good quality. Yeah. And I think that the reality is when you are on a budget and you're decorating your home, like, it is going to take longer. Right. Like, and it is going to take more work. It's going to take more searching, especially with, like, thrifting because you don't know what you're going to walk out with. You don't know what you're going to find there when you are taking time out of your day to go to that store. But I feel like at the same time... It's like so much more rewarding when you do find those pieces that yes. you like are like, yes, this is going to be perfect in my space. Like, this is what I want. And then you're, it's just like almost a, like more triumphant feeling, if that yes, makes sense. Absolutely. And one other thing you can do is interchange your pillow covers. So you don't have to take up storage with having more pillows if you just put new pillow covers on the pillows you already have. So at Christmas, you can put on some, like, red ones or green, or maybe it's that blue or the, like, sparkly ones. And in the fall, they could be more, like, burnt orange or navy blue and yellow. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, there's little ways like that you can add in those pops of color, especially if they go within your color palette and you can just interchange them to whatever season it is but then you don't have like a ton of stuff just sitting in your basement taking up space yeah and they're it's normally not too expensive for a new pillow cover so instead of buying like another throw pillow that's seasonal yeah yeah that makes sense that's really good i love that okay so that is all like as far as the design tips, that's that's mm-hmm. all the questions I have. Just to give you a little taste of what of what Hannah is all about and all of the amazing wisdom she has when it comes to this topic. So I want to dump or dump. dump. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I kind of want to keep that in there. That's really funny. Um, jump. I want to jump into some questions about hosting hospitality because, like you said earlier, like a lot of design and you know, decor and just home design is really fueled by a sense of wanting to bring people together, wanting to make people feel a certain way in your space. Um, And so the first question I want to ask you regarding this topic is how to make people feel at ease in your space. Because Mm. when I walk into someone's house, there's certain times where I have felt like, oh my gosh, like, I just feel relaxed Mm -hmm. like I and I know it's a combination of like the company and the space it's not just the space but like I just feel so relaxed and I feel like I could stay forever like I feel Mm. like welcomed here I feel wanted here like how do you make people feel at ease in your space because if we're being honest like as humans at least for me I don't know if every human's like this but whenever I'm in an unfamiliar environment I tend to just naturally like tense up a little bit and I'm just not relaxed right away because it's you know part of my human nature it's an unfamiliar environment I'm trying to like you know familiarize myself with my surroundings before I can like fully relax so how do we help speed up that process for when we have like new people over to our house or our space so the first thing I would say is I try to put all the clutter away um it can you know real life (laughs) homes are messy um but i try to you know have the spaces cleared and cleaned but then i focus on 
comfortable items that I have placed in my house. So I look at the texture. Are there throw blankets out? So if they're cold, they feel like, oh, it's just hanging over the chair or it's just hanging over the couch. I could grab that if I'm feeling cold and it wouldn't feel like it's, you know, off in the mm -hmm. distant closet somewhere. Mm -hmm. It's just like, and it's a comfortable thing. Like you think of when you're a baby and you have that blanket, it adds that comfort. Or you have throw pillows Mm -hmm. Oh, I could sit there and I could maybe hold a pillow and put it in front of me because maybe I'm going to talk about something that's a little uncomfortable and I can kind of hide behind it, but it gives that sense of comfort. Mm -hmm. And it might not seem like it's an obvious thing, but we look at what looks comfortable when you go into a space that's unknown, especially. And we're mm -hmm. like, wow, that makes me feel cozy. Mm -hmm. Look at all these, you know, the lights coming in this room. There's the pillows, there's the throw blanket. Wow, look at this carpet or the rug. And you just kind of relax mm -hmm. when you see those things. So I would say have those things out for people to see. Don't just put them in a closet. Mm -hmm. Put them out over the space, even though you might feel yourself like, okay, well, I feel better if they're put away because it can actually give the person the opportunity to open up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. um, so put your clutter away, put cozy things out. And be yourself. Yeah. I mean, when you don't feel like your house has to be perfect, when you're just like, maybe you have some food out on the table, like, hey, I have a little snack out for you. Make yourself at home. Would you like some water? When you offer them something, you're serving them. Um, mm -hmm. And they, they value that. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like when you're like, hey, I want you to feel at home, when you literally say that, mm -hmm. they start to feel at ease. Yeah. That's good. And it's more than just a Hobby Lobby sign on your wall that says, make yourself at home. You know, it's like you actually <laughs> saying it will take that extra step. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, can I put you on the spot again? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love this because this just shows, like, actually how much you know. So, for example, I'm looking – we're in my kitchen right now. Mm -hmm. And I definitely feel like – this is like the one spot in my house that's hard for me to make like welcoming and inviting. Maybe that's just me. I don't know if everyone feels that way, but like I like my counters to be pretty clear and it's hard to make a kitchen. I feel like warm and welcoming because the textures in the kitchen are usually pretty hard. Like I got my stone countertops. I got my, mm -hmm. you know, everything's like metal or like, you know, we have the wood floors or the right. steel appliances. Like what's a way to make like a kitchen a little more warm and like inviting. Well, I love that you have the flowers because it's life. Mm. So if you have a plant, something like that, it adds life. You can add like one of those rug runners oh. um, because it has that little bit of texture. It can add in some warm tones with, you know, to calm down the cool of the appliances, uh, little things like that. Um, I think not having too much on the counters does appear very nice because it's not like, wow, there's like so much going on at the same time. Um, little things like that. Or if you have a little, you know, like those hand towels over the stove, you know, they have those little things you can add in other colors and elements and things like that mm -hmm. as well. Um, yeah. I wow. mean, if you have a candle, you know, just when you put things in, um, groupings of three, it like really makes it stand out. So mm -hmm. um, it kind of makes a triangle. If you add, you know, a little thing like that, even with the flowers, it could be like one little small thing. It could even add a little extra warmth. So that's really good. Yeah. yeah I feel like a candle would look really good in here. But anyways, 
just wanted to put a little like impromptu <laughs> question because I know that Hannah can just do it on the spot. And I love it, so it's not hard to talk about. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, so like you said, part of like making people feel welcome in your space is kind of clearing the clutter. But also, we have busy lives. And so sometimes, you know, and I experience this, I work a full-time job. And so whenever I have people over, you know, sometimes I'm coming straight home from work and I didn't have time to clean the day before. And I quick need to, like, clean the spaces. But I feel like sometimes we focus on cleaning certain spots in our home that actually don't really matter. Because, like, no one's going to see that. So what would you say is, like, a really good, like, way to quick clear the clutter like what should we focus on when we're trying to really last minute prep for people coming over so I would say what door are they walking in through and are there like is it the fall and there's like a million leaves on your front porch like maybe just sweep off your front porch real quick um and if you have a cute little doormat perfect so love that uh like clear off where they're walking through clear the clutter off the main spaces so if they're going to be in like the kitchen area try to like clean that off or if it's in like the living room and you have just like a stack of books and homework and whatever you know just put that away um then I would say you know make sure the bathroom's clean and make sure your floors are clean Mm -hmm. so it doesn't mean you have to go mop the floor but if there's like this huge water that just spilled like clean it up and get like the couple little stains off the floor but you know if it's just running the vacuum real quick and you know if you notice there's a ton of dirt on the floor or something just like do a quick sweep and most people are going to think your house is clean. Mm, wow. And it's, it's you know, it's, especially if your husband's home or something or your kids, you can put them to work and be like, okay, just quick vacuum and I'm just going to wipe down these counters and put everything away and put the dishes away. That's mm-hmm. my last one. Or like have them like clean on the drying rack or whatever or in the dishwasher. Um, but when you don't have like a ton of dishes like filling your entire sink, that also just puts people mm-hmm. at ease and makes them comfortable as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's really good. Now I feel like a little more relaxed. <laughs> like, oh, and maybe I, I don't have to dust the window. Right. <laughs> like, before people come over I'm just a little too crazy. Work smarter, not harder. You know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, so another thing I wanted to ask you is about hosting in small spaces because we kind of navigated this for a really long time my husband and I we lived in an apartment for a really long time most of the beginning years of our marriage I know we haven't been married that long but we did just move into our first home which has been really nice to have the extra space but sometimes when we were hosting people in our apartment like whenever we would have people over it was a little challenging to like navigate okay how do we fit like all these people into the space like how do I, like, arrange things so that, like, the flow is better? Like, mm-hmm. where do I set the food for when people, like, when we're having pizza? Like, where do I put that? You know, let's say we don't have enough seating in our living room because our right. couch doesn't fit everybody. Like, what are some, you know, tips that you can offer people who, like, love having people over right. but maybe, like, don't have this the, like, as big of a space as they would like to? So first I would say... What is the purpose of having your guests over for that time? Is it over a meal? Is it a game night? Is it what? So then you can really focus on that space. So if it is a small space and say you're using your kitchen, but your living room is bigger, maybe you could even move your kitchen table into the living room or you could add chairs from your living room and your kitchen chairs in there. Something that's pretty like obvious in my mind, but 
you can also move things outside if it's mm-hmm. the summer. Be like, you know what? We're going to do this. Or maybe you don't actually host it in your house. Maybe you say, hey, let's meet at a park. I'm going to bring all this food. Let's do a little potluck. Mm-hmm. And let's hang out there. Um, I used to live in a 400-square-foot cabin on top of a mountain. And I love hosting. So I was like, how can I have people over? And there were times when I'd be like, okay, we're just going to have dinner. And we're just all going to sit around the table because I don't have enough chairs for us to like sit elsewhere. But I made sure I had like little cushions on my, (laughs) on my chairs. So it was at least comfortable enough because they were really only going to stay about an hour, hour and a half because Mm -hmm. they were just there for dinner and they'd have to leave because they'd have to drive back down my mountain I was living on. (laughs) But I would think, okay, just because we can't sit on the most comfortable chairs, when we're here doesn't mean that I'm failing as a host. Yeah. Just because I have a smaller space, I'm going to take advantage of the space I have and make the most of it. So I'm going to have a sit here or I can pull up another chair or we can just change things. Or maybe me as the host, I will like serve them and I'll eat on the side and be com- having conversation, but giving them, you know, the most comfortable spot to sit and not acting like, oh, here I am giving up my seat for you, <laughs> but like making it in a natural way, like, oh, let me get you that real quick. And you're just kind of avoiding sitting down in a sense if you don't have as much chairs, but you're mm-hmm. still interacting. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, it's just, it's hard when you have a small space and it really depends on the space to be like, what could I do? Could I make like a cute little breakfast nook in this corner or will it not fit? Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, so I would say if you can move it outside, do it. But we also live in Wisconsin. So like in the winter, it's like near impossible unless people want to go like downhill skiing (laughs) or snowshoeing. Um, And so, you know, I would say just like use it to your advantage. And if it's hard, specifically in the kitchen, do more like game night things where you have snacks. Mm. So it doesn't have to be focused. And maybe it's a game so people can also sit on the floor or buy a couple of those poofs. Yeah. Because they're a little more affordable than another chair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can have another little thing that's cozy or some extra throw blankets if people want to, like, lay down and put their arm on a pillow. That's another practical way if you keep it out of the kitchen if that's the part that stresses you out with mm-hmm. the lack of space. So Yeah. I always try to remember the times where I have felt, like, the most welcome in people's homes. And it's never been because of, like, the stuff they had or the type of chair that I sat on, right. you know? It was, you know, the the interactions that I was having with them. So, like, for example, how you were saying, you know, try to let them sit in the comfiest seat, you mm-hmm. know. And maybe you take the poof or the floor right. or whatever. And, and it was just, like, even those little gestures, it's like, wow, like, you want me in this space. Right. Like, you are so kind and so welcoming. And there's some times where I'm like, I would rather go here, you know, and I would rather be in the space that, like, let's say I am at a friend's house and they are in this, you know, smaller apartment and they don't have the the latest $2,000 chair or whatever, right. you know, that's, like, fabric and, you know, all fancy and stuff. But, like, I'd rather be in a space where I feel welcome and, right. and you know, someone who's being intentional about how they are setting up their space yeah. than being at a house that's, you know, having all of the expensive fancy wayfair stuff right sometimes you don't even feel like you can sit on that furniture yeah because you're like wow this is like so perfect yeah I just it almost makes you feel more uptight yeah 
And, and there's nothing wrong with having the newer items and things like that. But when you know someone is intentionally wanting to have you over, there's just a different connection you have and a comfortability you have to even step into their home. Yeah. So. And I love how I said the fanciest place is Wayfair. (laughs) (laughs) But they always have sales. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I know. I was like, I could have said anything. I could have said CB2. I could have said. uh, Anthropology. Anthropology. (laughs) No. Wayfair. (laughs) Okay, so those are all the design and hospitality questions that we're going to talk about because I just wanted to give you guys, like I said before, a small taste of what Hannah has to offer when it comes to design and home decor and all that stuff. And I have to say, I'm already just like so excited to now go and like change things in my house and I feel like I'm so inspired. So thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom. Um, I want to know and I want to give you a chance to share with the audience, what are some dreams that you have on the horizon right now? Mm, Okay, I have like a million and one dreams because I'm so passionate about like everything. (laughs) So um, I would say I think it would be really, really, really fun to actually own like an Airbnb that I could renovate. And I think it'd be fun to like do a fixer that, you know, we could like change it all and make it our own specifically because I care about hospitality. So I think it'd be really fun to do either like rental properties or an Airbnb and maybe even one day a hotel that I could intentionally design for people to feel at home when they're away from home. Wow. Oh my gosh. I could totally see you doing that and see that happening. And I would totally stay in your Airbnb. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Have some spin drift there in the fridge. Ready to go. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Well, I'm excited to see where your dreams and your passions take you because I see that you have such a passion for this Mm -hmm. and you know, just listening to your heart this past like 30 minutes hearing about, you know, how easy and how naturally this stuff comes to you because you are so passionate about it. Makes me so excited to see where this journey is going to take you. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. This was so fun. So friends, if you're listening still, I hope that you feel inspired. I hope you got some ideas. And if you're interested in, you know, checking out Hannah's business and seeing, you know, if you're interested and hiring her as a design consultant. Mm -hmm. Hannah, where can everybody find you? So you can go to my website, www.handmadeforthehome.com. It's www.handmadeforthehome.com. Handmade for the home. Or you can go to my Instagram handle, handmadehome, and follow me there. And then you can find my website in my bio. Yes, and we will link all of these things down in the description below. So awesome. Well, thank you again, Hannah. And friends, thanks for listening. And as always, thanks for hanging out.